Millions of people are being impacted by the never-ending arroz shortage, which is now coming up on one year. The shortage is causing chaos, with patients lining up at pharmacies only to be turned away empty-handed and with no answers. Doctors like me are struggling to find alternatives for their patients. Parents are worried about their children, who rely on this medication to manage their ADHD symptoms. But why is this happening? Why is there an Adderall shortage in the first place? And who is responsible? Could it be that the very organization set to control drug use and is inadvertently causing this crisis? And what about the rumors that Big Pharma is manipulating the shortage to push their more expensive drugs? Stick around and watch if you want to find out. My name is Dr. Salman Aziz Mirza. I am a triple board certified psychiatrist in adult psychiatry, child and adolescent psychiatry, and addiction medicine. And I have got your answer, but I'm not sure you're going to like it. Let's start by briefly talking about what Adderall is and why it's so important to many people. Adderall is a prescription medication that contains two drugs, amphetamine and dextroamphetamine. It belongs to a class of medications called stimulants, and it's used to treat attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, known as ADHD, as well as narcolepsy. These conditions are characterized by problems with focus, inattention, hyperactivity, and impulse control. Adderall helps to increase attention and decrease impulsivity and hyperactivity in people with ADHD. I've done a whole bunch of videos on ADHD, so make sure to check them out via the card above. Over the past few years, there's been a significant increase in the diagnosis of ADHD. This can be attributed to a combination of increased awareness, improved diagnostic methods, and societal changes that have made focusing more challenging. Let's break each of these down just a bit. As our understanding of mental health has evolved, so too has our recognition of disorders like ADHD. The symptoms of ADHD are now better understood by both medical professionals and the public, and this increased awareness has resulted in more people seeking help and receiving a diagnosis. Furthermore, there is less stigma associated with ADHD and other mental health issues than there was in the past, leading more people to feel comfortable seeking diagnosis and treatment. In addition to increased awareness, there have been significant changes in our lifestyles that have made focusing more difficult for many people thereby contributing to the rise in ADHD diagnoses. One of the most impactful of these changes has been the shift to remote work and learning due to the COVID-19 pandemic. With this shift, many adults and children have found themselves in environments full of distractions with less structured time and more responsibilities to manage simultaneously. This can be especially challenging for individuals with ADHD or individuals who have not previously been diagnosed but are exhibiting symptoms in these new circumstances. Remote work and learning require a higher degree of self-regulation and discipline, which can be difficult for individuals with ADHD. This new environment can highlight struggles with attention and focus, leading to increased identification and diagnosis of ADHD. The isolation and stress caused by the pandemic can also exacerbate ADHD symptoms, leading to increased recognition and diagnosis as people say to themselves or their loved ones, something ain't right. Additionally, the increased use of digital devices during the pandemic for work, education, and leisure can lead to cognitive overload, which can mimic or exacerbate symptoms of ADHD. This increase in screen time and digital multitasking can make it more challenging to focus, potentially leading to more people seeking help and receiving a diagnosis of ADHD. Tell me if this sounds familiar to you. At any given time, I have dozens of tabs open on my browsers on my phone, my tablet, my home computer, my laptop, my work computer, and my other work computer, and my other other work computer too. I should probably do something about that. 
more diagnoses of ADHD, there's been a corresponding increase in the number of Adderall prescriptions. From 2020 to 21 alone, there was a 20% increase in the demand for this medication. That's a huge jump in a very short period of time. How do we explain this? Well, due to COVID-19 again, there have been changes to the regulations governing the prescription of controlled substances like Adderall. These changes have generally been aimed at increasing access to necessary medications, particularly in light of the shift to telehealth. Traditionally, the prescription of controlled substances like Adderall, which is classified as a Schedule II drug in the United States, was strictly regulated via the Ryan Hate Law, which states that doctors had to meet with patients in person before prescribing these medications, and that there were limits on the quantity that could be prescribed at one time. Doctors are also limited to practice only in states they are licensed in, with each state requiring their own licensure, which is often a tedious and expensive process that can take upwards of six months. Because of this, most doctors are licensed in only one state. However, the public health emergency declared during the COVID-19 pandemic led to some of these regulations being temporarily eased. One significant change was the allowance for Schedule II controlled substances to be prescribed via telehealth appointments. This was a seismic shift as it allowed physicians to prescribe these medications without an in-person visit. This change was made with the intention of reducing the risk of viral transmission during the pandemic, but also had the effect of making these medications more accessible to patients who may have had difficulty accessing in-person healthcare services, whether due to the pandemic or other barriers. Also, the state licensure process was expedited and relaxed in order to get more doctors helping out in underserved areas. So you can start to see where this is going. The shift to telehealth has not only made it easier for existing patients to continue receiving their medications, but it may have also led to new patients being diagnosed and treated. Seeing this as an opportunity to make more money, venture capitalists spending millions of dollars in advertising on social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram created online services where people could get diagnosed with ADHD in 15 minutes and get a prescription. Cerebral, the largest of these, is currently under investigation by the Department of Justice for its prescribing practices is no longer offering stimulant medication. While these changes have increased access to necessary medications, they've also contributed to the increased demand for Adderall. This increased demand in conjunction with strict production limits set by the DEA has contributed to the ongoing Adderall shortage. Oh, you didn't know about this? The DEA keeps a strict tab on the manufacturers of Adderall and its generics, setting limits on the number of pills that a pharmacy can dispense at a time. These limits are set based on historical prescription data. However, this approach did not account for the massive surge in demand, especially during the pandemic. As a result, the limits set by the DEA and the actual demand for the drug are extremely imbalanced. To make things even more complicated, the DEA sets annual production limits for the ingredients used in Adderall. Despite the FDA reporting a shortage, the DEA kept the 2022 levels intact in its 2023 quotas. The result, a shortage that continues to persist. Given this ongoing shortage, there are serious implications and potential risks we need to consider. The issue of public safety. With a shortage of safe Adderall supply, the ones that you get from the pharmacy, there's a significant risk that individuals might turn to dangerous alternatives, such as the black market or the streets, via counterfeit or pressed pills. These are pills that are made to look like Adderall, but can contain anything from substances like Adderall itself to potentially fatal doses of other substances. The use of these pressed pills is a gamble as the user has no way of knowing what they're actually consuming. An increasing majority of these alternatives are mixed with fentanyl, a potent opioid that can easily cause overdose and death. 
especially when taken unknowingly and the person using it has no previous tolerance for it. We already have an overdose crisis in the United States with over 100,000 Americans dying from substance overdoses last year, and that number is only increasing year after year. Additionally, there's the risk of people turning to methamphetamine, a highly addictive and potentially dangerous substance that is also a stimulant that can be used to treat ADHD, albeit at significantly lower doses than what people misuse. Methamphetamine can cause serious health issues, including heart disease, stroke, and irreversible damage to blood vessels in the brain. Its use can also lead to severe psychological issues such as paranoia, hallucinations, and potentially violent behavior. Check out the video I made on methamphetamine via the card above, where I break down the key differences between it and Adderall. And of course, it goes without saying, but we really need to consider the impact on individuals who are diagnosed with ADHD and are suffering without the medication they need. This could have a profound impact on their ability to perform at school or work and their overall quality of life. Lastly, there's a theory circulating that merits discussion. Some individuals are suggesting that the shortage is manufactured by large pharmaceutical companies or big pharma with a specific goal in mind. The theory goes like this. Big Pharma is deliberately causing the Adderall shortage in order to force doctors to switch from prescribing older, generic, cheaper medications to newer, brand name, more expensive stimulant medications. Given the shortage, some doctors have indeed had no choice but to prescribe these newer medications. While these alternatives may be effective, they're often significantly more expensive, costing upwards of $400 a month, which could pose a significant financial burden to patients. However, it's important to remember that this is just a theory. It's a serious claim that will require solid evidence to substantiate, and we just don't have that. As of now, the widely accepted explanation for the shortage is the one we've discussed earlier, involving a combination of increased demand, DEA production limits, and other factors. However, this theory does highlight the complex dynamics of the pharmaceutical industry and the potential conflicts of interest that can arise. Unfortunately, as of the most recent updates, there is no clear timeline for when the Adderall shortage might end. A significant amount of transparency and coordination is required between pharmacies, manufacturers, and forecasters to resolve the shortage, but the current situation suggests that it is doubtful that the shortage will come to an end anytime soon. The situation is complex and fraught with danger. It's clear that urgent action is needed to address the current Adderall shortage and prevent a serious public health crisis. And the most alarming part? The DEA could fix this problem by simply increasing the quota. Let me know what you think. Have you been impacted by the shortage? What alternatives have you tried? Has it been trying different medications that may include high out-of-pocket costs? More trips to the coffee shop? Has it involved looking at things that are less than legal alternatives? If you found this helpful, please make sure to give it a like, drop a comment below, share this with others, as well as subscribe to the channel. Your support is greatly appreciated and keeps me going and motivated to produce this content for you. Doing all of this is one way that I'm managing my own ADHD. Like always, be healthy and be safe out there.